welcome to the Outer Enemies Podcast for the week of October 12th. It's been a big week, so you know what we're going to talk about this week. That's right, we're going to talk about Tales from Jabba's Palace by Kevin J. Anderson. Yes. And yes, and The Mandalorian Armor by um, K.W. Jeter. These are great books. No, I'm just playing. No, we're going to talk about The Last Jedi trailer. Whoop, whoop. Can't wait to talk about that. Can't wait to talk about that. But before we do that, let's get some introductions out of the way so we can get right into things. Of course, I'm Ashley Wilbanks, and with me as always, the co-host with the Mozos, Austin C. Gordy. Wow, you really dug deep for that one. I did. That was like really deep. Just what? <laughs> so how's it been going this week, man? Oh uh, man, it's been going. Just getting back into work. I went on vacation for the weekend and now having to get back to the workflow. It's like last week it was um it was like I think I worked for what, a day and then I had jury duty. <laughs> mm. So um so yeah, it's kind of just readjusting back to work life. So did you send them to jail? Oh man, every one of them sent sent straight to jail. No, I mean You're ruthless. You're ruthless. You know, yeah, just ruthless. No, hopefully it wasn't anything bad you had to judge. Eh, I can't talk much about it, but it's you know it's federal grand jury, so it's um it's a little bit different, and yeah. so I have to do it every I have to do it for the next six months. Like I think it ends oh, in are April. You kidding me? Yeah, no, not not kidding you. But it's just like we meet once a month, and uh, or you know one week out of the month we we meet, and it may meet for a couple of days, and uh, and yeah, and then we just go through court. I mean, go through. Um, cases ah sorry about that yeah yeah okay so <laughs> i was, I was surprised so we'll just yeah we'll, we'll stop with all that talk we don't want to get you in trouble we don't want to get you in trouble what else have you done this week besides vacation in court uh well just um you know finished up the finally finished up princess leia or leia princess mm-hmm. alderan which was great mm-hmm. um i'm starting on join the resistance and then after I do that, I'll probably lead right into, uh, from a certain point of view, um, I had a big week catching up on all the comics, like all the, you know, Phasma, Dr. Aphra, Vader, the, mm-hmm. the main Star Wars line, Poe, all that I had to, I, you know, basically I, some of them I were, I was only an issue behind some of them too, but, um, got caught up on all that stuff too. Cause it's just, I haven't hardly been able to stand still long enough for the past couple of weeks. So. Getting, you know, getting, yeah. getting that work done, son. I hear that. I hear that. So my week has been really busy for some reason. Uh, at work, it's just crazy, crazy, crazy busy. So not much room for Star Wars other than, you know, Monday night camping out in front of the TV during Monday night football waiting for that trailer. Oh, yes. Which was so, so good. And then I uh, hadn't really gotten any Star Wars, even though it's my freaking birthday this past I week. I know. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I got a Mystery Mini Ray figure from The Last Jedi and a Galactic Heroes Play School Chewbacca figure. Yes. Nice. That was that was my birthday. Yes. <laughs> Hey, I was pretty excited. Was it, I need man. to go back. I didn't get him, but uh, I was of all places the local Kroger here. The, or we have we have a couple of them, but um, we call it Big Kroger, which is the huge Kroger we have here in town. 
they have yeah. like all the toys and stuff. And I happened to be walking by the main aisle and right there on the end cap, they had some black series figures and one of them was Lando Calrissian. So mm. I was like, Hmm, cause I hadn't seen him in stores. They even had Qui-Gon yeah. and the only other place I'd seen him was at a GameStop. So hmm. that's, that's cool. I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't seen Lando yet either. Um, but, uh, other than that, you know, it's been a, I've been playing Star Wars Galactic Heroes, which I've, I, I mean, Galaxy of Heroes, which I play every day religiously. But, <laughs> but this past week they, uh, they brought the little Thrawn, uh, event back so you can, you know, collect all your shards to get, to get, to add Thrawn to your roster. Oh, really? And, uh, yes, I just can't beat the last level. I mean, I've got him, but he's not like fully decked out because I can't get the last level beat. With my rebels characters because they're not strong enough, <laughs> and Thrawn's just so bad in that <laughs> game. He's just so bad. But nah, I can't wait to talk about it. I mean, to 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 actually finish that level and and add him to uh, and soup him up so he can really do some damage to other players. But enough of that. They don't care anything about how our weeks went or what we did or that you're on jury duty or that I'm working. <laughs> they want to hear about that Star Wars trailer. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm sure they do. So let's hold off on that for a little while. And let's talk about <laughs> Tales from Jabba's Patton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to talk about an, an event, a very important event, <laughs> which is called the New Jedi Order. Yes, and it happened in 1997. Okay, right before the prequels. 99. Actually, it was before that, but anyway. <laughs> let's um let's break this let's break this sucker down and do some speculation and 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 talking and let's uh I, you know I haven't really talked about this with anybody so it's kind of I'm kind of waiting to see what you have to say about about it and I, and I don't go on the internet and I try not to read anything cuz I don't want to be spoiled by it. you know I'm going in with my own ideas right I don't want to hear somebody else's so so let's just, I, I mean, let's talk a, about some of the things that we saw in there, some of the things that we kind of expect, and overall thoughts on that trailer. Um, let's just pick like one one topic and, and go at it. So um, what were, I mean, overall, do you think that this trailer delivered for for like the the official trailer for the film? Here's here's my thoughts on it. First, you know, mm. I guess we ought to mention the fact that I was I was nervous because you know right before I think it was the day before, um, yeah. someone asked Ryan Johnson on Twitter basically tweeted at him and was like, you know, if I want to go into this spoiler free or into the movie spoiler free and not, you know, do I need to avoid the trailer? And of course he goes, I'm torn, but if you want to remain completely spoiler free, avoid the trailer. And I'm like, yeah. what? Like, I'm getting, I'm kind of nervous. So I'm like, oh no, do, do like, do I need to not watch the trailer? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, but then mm-hmm. again, I'm like, I want to see this trailer. Like, we've been dying to see this trailer. Why are you telling me not to watch this trailer? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm starting to get nervous. But I'm like, you know, I'm like, I've got to watch it. I've got to watch it. I have a duty. I have to watch it. So yeah, watched football. Um, and it was, I was, surprised with how quick it was right at the halftime they i think they talked for a few seconds and all of a sudden then it was into the presentation which was cool but no mm-hmm. um my initial thoughts on the trailer was yes it 
definitely delivered. Like in a way that was just, it was one of those moments. It was like, it was like one of those trailers where you, you had to process it and you're like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, please don't tell me you just gave me the whole movie. That was what I was afraid of. Like, and that's how I'm kind of like, that's my worry right now is did that trailer show too much? Because I felt like it really did dig into some deep stuff. And I'm sure but, we'll discuss that more. We'll discuss yeah. that more as I have a lot more about what what my thoughts on that. But overall, well, yes, dude, mm-hmm. it delivered. I mean, I'm talking about this movie, like, it just looks like it's going to be huge. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go right into, into that, though, uh, about was this really giving stuff away or was it just a oh a, what do you want to call it? kind of like a well i call it shame dude, on you we'll fool see, me twice well see that's what i'm saying me i call it misdirection i'm yeah i'm almost i you know and that's just the the i guess the optimistic part of me is saying don't like don't read too much into it because it's probably all misdirection and, and they're they're trying to make you think you know what's going to happen and like yeah. just with the trick of editing and all that kind of stuff was completely, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's probably doctored to, to just fool you, to make you think one, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's, there's probably, I mean, there's probably some stuff scattered in there that could be kind of spoilery if you know what to look for. But I think for the most part, it's, it, they, I think they're like, I just don't think that they would, that Lucasfilm would put something out there like that and spoil the movie for you. They just wouldn't. And I will say, here's one piece of evidence I have of, of the misdirection. Because, you know, the very... I mean, I guess, can we discuss certain parts of the trailer now? or? Yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. I was going to say, ahead. you know, the very end, the big... I'm sure everybody's big wow moment is... Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think how they set it up. Basically, it's when Ray is saying that... Oh, what I mean, what is her line? It's like... Um, um, I need, I need, I want someone to help me to, figure out my place. In exactly. All my place in all this. Yeah. And, and then you <clears throat> see Kylo Ren hold his hand out to her. Mm-hmm. Those are two completely <laughs> separate scenes. Those aren't even the same. Scene. Yes. So I'm like, they are, they're very different. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? There's the first hint. I mean, it, it looked good. It was good editing. Cause it kind of looked in the same location, but it wasn't. So yeah, and not even that, not even that. If you look at what she's her outfit in that scene, mm-hmm. that is not the Ray Jedi training outfit that we've seen throughout all the promotion. That is the Ray just walked on to Octu and met Luke Skywalker outfit. Right, right. So I'm look thinking that hair. most likely yeah, that's look her, her hair. Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so I, I think I think that kind of blows that out of the water too, mm-hmm. and. and Ultimately, I think this is just me thinking and, and me talking out loud. I think that Mark Hamill or Luke Skywalker in the in the trailer pretty much sums up that that this whole trailer is misdirection. I mean, he says uh, this is not going to go the way that you think. Ah, I, I, I would be willing to bet that that line is not even in the movie. It's going to be similar to. The Force Awakens trailers and stuff where Luke had some dubbed over voice stuff that he came in to the to the recording booth to do just for the trailer. You know. Right. And I think I think that's like the ultimate 
ultimate coolest thing you could do is have Mark Hamill come in and, and on this total misdirection of a trailer say, let's put this in here, Mark. <laughs> How about you say, this is not going to go the way that you think. Oh, it'll screw with their heads, you know? And, and basically they're talking about this whole trailer is not going to, you know, this whole thing's not going to go the way you think. Um, that, but that's just my thoughts on it. You know, it, it, that dialogue may be in the film, but I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards not being in the film. Right. You know, because you don't see him mouthing. Even, even in that scene where they show him, uh, kind of laying back against a rock or something like that, I don't think that his mouth is moving to those words. I'll have to go back and study that again, but I don't think they are. That, that, that's what's happening. Right. No, I, I agree. Um, another weird thing is <clears throat> apparently they have band-aids in space. <laughs> Isn't that like the, the weirdest, but yet coolest band-aid you've ever seen on Kylo Ren's face? Yeah. I'm telling you, it looked, <laughs> it was like at first I, I thought like he had a piece of like, it almost looked like tar strip or something or like it, it looked yeah. like Velcro yeah. or something on his face. It's like, what if you got a zipper there? Yeah. <laughs> Just zip that wound up. <laughs> because, like, over his forehead, I mean, that looks like it's healed up pretty good. But then, you know, from his cheek down, he's got, like, this weird-looking tape stuff on his on his face. Now, let's, let's dive into the beginning of the trailer when uh, we have, I'm assuming that's Snoke talking. Um, and, and he's saying stuff along the line, you know, like when I first met you, uh, when I found you, you know, I saw raw untapped power and, and the whole montage, the, the trailer starts off with Kylo Ren, basically looking out, he's on the star destroyer or whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, looking out at, at the, at the hangar and you can see like ATATs and, and the new ATM sixes or whatever they're called. Right. Um, in that thing. And and then Snoke's doing this voiceover. And, you know, upon first look, you might think that he's talking about Kylo Ren because it basically shows Kylo in, you know, that, I don't know. There's a lot of red in this trailer, if you'll notice it. And there might be a lot of red in this movie from the, the crate planet, you know, where there's reds up under the dirt to I, what I think is Snoke's throne room, which is like totally red, you know, mm-hmm. and you see Kylo Ren picking up his lightsaber again. And then you see him smashing his mask against a wall. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that the movie starts out with Kylo Ren being brought back to Snoke, Snoke giving him the what for, for losing. Right. Mm hmm. And uh, Kylo Ren being just totally mad and having to kind of reclaim his place in the First Order. Um, But you think that that voiceover by Snoke is talking about Kylo Ren because they really showcase it. But I'm thinking he's probably talking about Rey. All right. Well, I mean, is that what you get off of? I mean, that's that's kind of what I thought. Now, I, in ter- in regards to like him in that looks like in like a turbo lift or whatever, you know, he's he slams his helmet. I'm almost wondering mm-hmm. if that's something that happens after, because you know, they tra- in the trailer they try to make you think there's this big pivotal moment where he's, you know, there's a space battle and he's flying the uh, the the tie silencer into that that um, 
you know, the I guess the base ship or whatever, you know, for the resistance. Yeah, the, and he's mm-hmm. he basically it could kill his mom right there, destroy Leia and everybody. And that's another yeah. thing in this trailer. They're like, oh, is she going to die in this movie? And I'm thinking that's probably not going to happen. And I feel like he basically just can't kill her, can't bring himself to do it. He's already killed his father, can't bring himself to do it. And then that's him like taking out his frustration that he's maybe because he just thinks that he's too weak. You know, and then that happens. That's a that happens afterwards. I I don't know. I mean, that was just my guess when I saw that. I was like, hmm. But um, but no, definitely. Um, you know, I like I like that line where Luke was talking about you know because you know Snoke talks about you know raw like talking about the you know the raw untamed power or whatever you know that he's he senses Mm -hmm. in Ray. I'm assuming is what he's talking about. And then Luke yeah. basically says that same thing that he's only seen that kind of raw power, you know, one other time. Yeah. And if you look at that, I mean, Ray looks like she's just what meditating or something. And Luke's standing behind her mm-hmm. and he sees like the ground crack. Right. You know, and, and so it, this leads to another. Spe- something that we've all, that we speculated on since the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Who who is Ray? Who where does Ray come from? Mm-hmm. D- have you has this trailer changed your mind on your thoughts of what you know what you thought was Ray's parentage? See, that's the thing is it to me it just kind of left like it still was really smart about not letting too much slip, but it still makes mm-hmm. me think it's leaning more towards you know like she's got to have some sort of connection to Luke. Really? It's kind of how I feel, you know, it's like, or at least she's got some, she has, she has to have like Skywalker in her, you know what I'm saying? Like she, she just has to in some way, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Well, you know, this also makes me think that this whole misdirection and all this talk, I'm wondering if maybe I don't know if Luke did it or not, but maybe, maybe she was put on Jakku to be left anonymous. Mm-hmm. Maybe Luke saw what she was, or maybe even Snoke as a kid saw what she was, did the whole Jedi mind wipey thing on her. So she doesn't remember these powers and just left her on Jakku mm-hmm. to, to rot right. so that she wouldn't, because she's so powerful, you know, because in, I mean, the trailer, you know, Luke said, you know, I've seen this once before and it, yeah, or I didn't, well, I, let me just paraphrase. I didn't think much of it. And, but now it truly scares me or something along those lines, you know? So I'm wondering if, you know, what if Kylo Ren put her on that planet? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's he, the he thing. Slaughters, that was, he slaughters. He slaughters Jedi's upcoming. I mean, Luke's upcoming Jedi group, mm-hmm. and Ray may, might be a part of that. And he didn't. And like he said, Luke said, "This didn't bother me when I saw it before, or didn't scare me, right. even though I recognized it. Mm-hmm. But it scared Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren drops her off, does some kind of Jedi mind wipey on her, and leaves her. And it makes sense because Maz says, you know." Nobody's coming back for you. 
Well, see, I'm but, almost wondering. I'm almost wondering if if you're you're close, but I'm wondering if maybe maybe it's Luke that left her there, mm-hmm. but he did that because of what happened, you know, with all the Jedi getting killed, and maybe she was a leftover from all that, and then to protect her, mm-hmm. and because of her being so powerful, he, he you know he did that. He left her on the planet and wiped her mind because he was going to go off and and do his own thing, you know, because of I mean, this pretty much you know, set him yeah. back, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well now I don't know what to do. That was my other yeah. thought, but that's just an idea and it's probably not correct. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about this though, man. There's so much that like, there's just so much you don't know. We're in this, we're in this, I know, you I know, know, wild jungle of, of unknowing in the star Wars universe. Cause even with the prequels, we knew the outcome. It was just, how do we get there? You know? So it's yeah. like, yeah. I love the fact that this is just untamed. It's just like open territory. Like just we can, they can make anything. Yeah, and and two, they're still hiding. They're hiding a lot, even in this trailer. Well, even in this, get, yeah. This I was gonna say, this trailer still didn't even. If you look at the first trailer, then look at this one. There's so much stuff missing. Like there's so much that yeah. one each trailer has that the other doesn't. So it's like I feel mm-hmm. like they're still holding off on a large portion of this movie, which makes me happy. I'm glad. You know, that's another thing that makes me feel like this isn't as spoilery as we think it is. Mm-hmm. It just gave us a taste. It gave us, it was like it didn't give you the scraps. <clears throat> like it didn't give you the french fries on the plate. It gave you the, uh, like a little tiny taste of the steak. Like maybe a shaving yeah. off the side or a piece of the fat, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of, a lot of stuff left that they don't want you to see until the movie comes out. Yeah, I mean, just by looking at it, it looks like. Maybe they showed some things from the beginning of the movie because obviously Luke grabbing the lightsaber and they showed some things from the end of the movie. And I'm saying end of the movie because I think that shot of Finn facing off against Phasma was at the end of the movie Mm -hmm. because it looks like they're on board. One of the big that executor or whatever the what's the Star Destroyer thing's name? Um, Are you talking about? Like their main Star Destroyer? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was the one in in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Maybe it's that. It it could be a bigger one that Snoke has or something. Yeah, I was going to say, his his was like, didn't they say it's a Dreadnought class or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like they're on that fighting with the whole thing blowing up. I'll tell you. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming somehow Finn and Rose infiltrate that and maybe, you know, their whole plan is to blow the thing up right. uh, and hopefully take as many people with them but i would assume that's at the end of the film no canto bite stuff you know that i saw right did you see anything yeah i was gonna no say DJ. i didn't see anything from with canto bite or any you know with with mm. um amy lynn holdo or anything like that you know i didn't see any clips of that we still didn't see anything with with um dj's character dj, DJ. um so that's what I'm saying. They held out. They to me that I felt like the first trailer was to give you an overall, you know, taste of the movie as a whole. And then I feel like the the main movie trailer it felt more like it was it was like a way to tease the people who who are asking the deeper questions about the the central story, like the you know the Luke and Ray and mm-hmm. uh, Ben story. You know, so it's like it yeah. kind of focused more on that and gave you just tiny hints of that. So I don't know it, but, um, um, but now, yeah, yeah, you know, you were talking about that clip though. That was another thing that made me so excited is that we do see some phasma action 
like we know she's going to get to at least brawl with with Finn, you know, which would mm-hmm. make sense. But uh, you yeah, know, I hope that they really do give her character a lot more to do in this movie. Yeah, and, and uh, we got to hear the poor talk. Oh man. Is- that was, I mean, just, it was amazing. I was like, all right, we're seeing the Millennium Falcon, you know, fly. I, I just, anything when you see the Millennium Falcon, like in some action scene, like getting chased by TIE fighters, I just get a, mm-hmm. I get goosebumps. I love it. Mm-hmm. But then like to see that and then you see the inside the cockpit and you see <laughs> Chewy roar and then the poor kind of, you know, after, I mean, I just thought that was adorable. Like that was, they, they, you knew they threw that in because they were like, man, we're getting some, we're getting some hits on these porgs, man. We got to throw a porg <laughs> yeah. in there. We got to put a little and, like porg scream in there or something. And, so yeah, was, and 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 for all those porg haters out there, you know what this the porgs are doing their job. They are right. It's all about bringing in a new generation of Star Wars fans. My kids love the porg. They want to be porgs for Halloween. Oh my god! For, you know, for Christmas they're asking for the stuffed porgs. The, the talking porgs, yeah. the, the porg, they don't, they don't even know what a porg is yet. We, That's I mean, what I'm saying, man. They may be like meat sticks for Luke or something. Right. You know? <laughs> you know, for all we know. How did you survive but, on here, porg? <laughs> the porgs. Pork sandwiches. Man. This didn't go with what the, as well as they thought it was going to go. Oh, man. Now you got to dress up. You've got to be Chewbacca, and, and they got to be porgs for Halloween. Oh, yeah. Well, we've already bought Halloween costumes, so <laughs> too late. Too late. What are they going to be? One of them's going to be a uh, emoji, smiling emoji thing. Okay. And the other is Fox's Pizza. Fox's Pizza. She's got this pizza outfit, and then she's got fox ears and a tail and fox paws. Okay. Is that awful? You've never heard of... Well, you never heard of Fox's Pizza. It's like a pizza chain Mm-mm. store. Yeah, nope. uh, you know, restaurant. Okay, wow, it just flipped over your head there. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, that's probably like how out of touch I am with a lot of stuff. I mean, is this a pizza chain or? Yeah, it's a pizza chain. Yeah, we have one here in in Sandersville. Well, look at y'all. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know, and we're not the only one with the Fox's Pizza. Okay, okay. let me just tell you that. Okay. <laughs> And uh, she thought it was clever, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that is pretty clever." So do it. See, that's no, cool. I, I mean, like when kids go when they when the kids go like clever costumes. That's that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, as far as all those people that are complaining about the porgs being too, you know, too kitty, too get the crap out of there, you know, that's what they're there for. And I have no problem with it, man. I hate it when when people try to argue that Star Wars is for kids. Star Wars is a kids movie, you know. To me, I mean, it is. I mean, it's, it's for the twelve-year-old in your in your head, you know. Right. Like my thing is, and, is, Star Wars appeals to all ages, but yeah, they they're gonna have. I mean, it's just like the people that complain about uh, Ewoks. Man, I love some Ewoks. I, I don't. Me too. I just don't get the hatred there. Like I, I get, I get if people are annoyed with Jar Jar, but I still wasn't. You know, he. I didn't hate Jar Jar. I knew what Jar Jar's purpose was, and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't necessarily for me. You know, he was more for the kids. So it's it's yeah. yeah it's just odd that that people. But I, I'll say though, I haven't really seen as much hatred for the Porgs. Thankfully, I've I've mainly just seen the kind of like the Porg bandwagon. Like everybody's like going like you're saying, like they're going Porg crazy before they even know what a Porg really is. So you know, hopefully, yeah. hopefully they're as cool as we want them to be. 
<laughs> it'll be bad if we see like everybody's like you know porked out and they're like yeah man yeah porgs and then on the screen like there's a scene where a, the porg just like jumps on i don't know just some other creature on the island and just like devours it like they're just like little piranhas <laughs> like on like land-based piranhas like it would I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the porgs aren't for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> you have to revert your eyes. Look away. Look away. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, yeah, I, my my last thing about the porgs is I, I like the porgs. They're doing their job. My kids like the porgs. So the porgs themselves make, make my kids want to go see Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> right? right. So you're going to have this... Segment of population that wants to go see the Last Jedi because of porgs. Yeah, pretty much. And, and okay, Disney, you've won. <laughs> you, you know, you, you've won. You know how to make a movie, uh, and you know how to market it. Uh, let's keep let's keep going with our little breakdown of the trailer, though. Uh, we only see Leia in this thing one time, and that's during. The whole Kylo Ren doing his uh, self, uh, what is it, self evaluation or whatever he, you know, he's talking about. Uh, the only way to to uh, move on from the past is, or to let the past die, is to kill it. Right. And he's flying his tie silencer, which, <laughs> oh man, those scenes with him, you know spinning and shooting at the same oh those look so freaking cool you know and they go back and forth from him in the cockpit to hit to you see the back of the ship and he's blowing up crap but you know then you see his fingers on the trigger and they they put that shot of leia right there it you know i don't know if that is if that i'm still debating on whether she dies in this film I doubt she, she does. I, I I highly doubt it. I mean, if she does, she does. But I just, I highly doubt it. And I think that that, I mean, that's put in there to kind of make people scared. You know, they're like, oh, no, is that how she she goes? And I, I don't, I mean, even if the scenes kind of, you know, reveal them, like if they, they're even connected, I just, I feel like, you know, it's probably just a, a good moment of him being conflicted and uh, not able to go through with what he wanted to do. <clears throat> yeah, but I wonder if it could be they're just warning us. You know, they're they're saying, "Hey, this this might be how we wrap up her her story arc." Right? Like maybe uh, yeah, you could be right. I mean, maybe they even this was something that was shot afterwards like in, you know, reshoots where they just said, "Well, this is what we're going to do." You know, since we yeah. we don't have her for the next movie, we're going to find yeah. a way to which would suck. You know, I mean, I don't know. I yeah, I, I try not to think it about it too much. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't see how you know, I read an article from Mark Hamill talking about how the next movie will send Carrie's or send Leia off in style, like the way it's she's supposed to be sent off. So obviously, I guess she's not done, but that could just be Mark Hamill. You know how he is on mm-hmm. on Twitter. Oh, he, yeah. You know, he could just be, you know, mis misdirecting you. But um. I just don't see her getting blown up in a ship as sending off in style. That's like the worst way to go. Unless, unless it is a pulse pounding, uh, dog fight kind of space thing. And at the last minute, she sacrifices herself for the better betterment of the resistance. 
to help. Like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a down to, if you don't do this, the whole resistance is about to get destroyed. But if you crash your ship into Snoke's or some, or some ridiculous thing, you will die, but you will, it'll give the rest of the resistance a chance to leave, you know? And that would be the ultimate in a spaceship to me. That would be the ultimate way to send her character off. Right. You know, and, and I don't see any, really, I don't see any other way you can, you can send her off without her sacrificing herself for the, the resistance for the betterment of the galaxy. You know, not a, not an assassination attempt. Up by Kylo Ren, just a uh, because I still have issues with the way Han died. I still have issues. Um, and I don't think I'll ever get over them, Austin. To be honest, <laughs> there, I there. loved Han Solo. There, there. I loved Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I just, I just, I didn't like that. I didn't like the way they did that. But uh, I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming J.J. Abrams. <laughs> you suck, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <Nah. sighs> but no, I mean, it, it was really cool to see him go back and forth between Kylo's ship and then Leia right there. It was a little bit scary. I'm just glad that they're actually, um, you know, they're actually giving him that kind of, uh, I guess, that kind of stuff to do, like to show that he's, Hey man, he's still a Skywalker. He's got you know Skywalker blood in him, so he's got to be a great pilot. So I'm glad mm. that they're they're showing that in this movie. Yeah, like I said, I still think until we see the credits roll on Episode Nine, I will. I still have this gut feeling that Kylo Ren is the main character in this trilogy. Right. Oh, definitely. And in this trailer, they really did kind of put him front and center, like for him to be mm-hmm. just as important as, as, you know, Ray is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Ray is it, at face value. She is Luke Skywalker of the, the new trilogy, but is she the most important character? I don't know. Maybe she is just uh, uh, something that the main character Kylo Ren has to play off of. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just guessing. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Poe Dameron, who gets like little to no screen time in this trailer as well. Uh, he's basically there as a cheerleader, saying, "We are the spark that will light the fire that will burn the First Order down." And you see him looking out the window of a ship and. Maybe possibly flying on next wing. Did you see? Do you remember seeing that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was, you know, nothing much there to really focus on Poe Dameron. And, it, you know, if this trailer was to be the trailer to say these are the characters that, that we're focusing on in this movie, um, sorry, Poe Dameron, sorry, Carrie Fisher or, or Leia, because you're not going to be those characters. Looks like it's going to be Luke, Ray, Kylo Ren, and, and that's about it, because the trailer basically dealt with those three. Which you know what? I mean, if you look at the poster, the the poster they released at Celebration, that was the post. Those were the three on the poster, wasn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, 
I need that. I didn't think about that till I just, till just now. Um, we get to see our first look at these. I don't know. What do you call them? Like a crystal looking fox. What do you think? I mean, what do you think those are? What do you think? What kind of role could they play in this movie? See, that's the thing is I have no idea. Number one, I'd like to understand what, you know, because we, I mean, right now we call them crystal foxes, but what kind of crystals yeah. are they? Are they kyber crystals or are they just regular crystals? I, I mean, that's the thing is they're, it's very weird. I, I really, I really have no well, idea. <laughs> yeah. And there's not just one. I mean, if you slow down that trailer, there's like, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's like a pack of them, a pack of six or so, you know, with one just stopping to look back. And they seem to be on this planet crate. So, yeah, that's so weird. I don't, I don't know what, what to make of those and, and the importance they play in the film. Mm. Uh, we get to see our first look at Snoke, a real live, full on shot of his face. Minus his mouth, and apparently he's force blasting, or what it seems like, force blasting Ray. So at some point in the movie, Ray ends up on his ship. Obvious, obviously, unless this is some vision that she has again, right? You know, and it could be. That's the thing is, it to me, it it could be like her. And, and and it could also be him communicating with her, you know, through the force and getting in her head. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking back now. I've got a, a good picture of Ray at the end of that thing and that she is definitely in her, her outfit that she wears at the end of the force awakens and her haircuts the same way too. So that's a weird one, but this picture of Kylo Ren is obviously towards the end of the movie. You want to know why? Why is that? He no longer has the the space bandaid on his face. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, space bandaid's gone. So that, but there's fire. In the air, too, which makes me think maybe if there's fire in the air, is this a flashback? Okay, so let's bring it back to to this right here. You know, we've seen in The Force Awakens the scene with Luke looking at some fiery building, putting his hand on R2, right? Mm -hmm. We see it in a flash. We see it in that flashback. In in the trailer, we see Luke, Luke falling down on his knees right beside R2, looking off in the distance at this burning building, which we just assume is some sort of Jedi temple, maybe. And then we also see, like, his hand busting up through uh, burning wood and stuff. Which, which we assume is Luke's hand. Yeah, we assume that, but it looks very similar to right. to Luke's hand, um, his robot hand. So I'm assuming that he somehow is trapped in there. The building catches on fire, gets blown up or whatever. He busts out, walks a few feet, sees R2, turns around, falls on his knees, looking at, oh, crap, look what they did. Oh, I'm in such anguish. Right? Right. Um, maybe, maybe 
Kylo Ren is there at the same time. He walks up on Luke. Like, give me your hand and I'll help you up, pal. Uncle. Uncle Luke. Right. But you also have to understand, too, though, he, he looks, you know, he looks close to the age he's at. And, and, and I mean, that's supposed to be, I, I mean, I'm assuming several years before before all of this, right? I mean, before these movies. Like, when, when I mean, do they ever? That may be. But what if what she saw was a future vision of something that happens in The Last Jedi? Ah, it could be. Maybe. Okay, okay. Here's a good thought. Maybe Snoke. Maybe Snoke turns the tables on Kylo Ren, gets Ray, says, I don't need you anymore, punk. I got the most powerful person in the galaxy right here, Ray. She's under my tutelage now. And so you know, he blows up whatever building they're in, which Luke happens to be in. And Luke's like, oh, no, you took her. And then Kylo Ren's like, let's go get him, uncle. Let's show him what the Skywalkers are made of. On to episode nine. Right. You know? Huh. He could because he's no longer wearing the, the Kylo Ren mask either. You know, this is no mask. Just him holding his hand out. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, no, so no need to watch it. Uh, we've just figured out the whole lot plot, okay? <laughs> um... So, really, if you're listening to this, there's no need to, to go out and watch The Last Jedi, because we just told you basically what the movie's going to be about. Pretty basically. much. Aside from the Canto Blight stuff, which is just a gambling scene, you know, some aliens playing cards and whatnot, and DJ's there just like, hey, ho, I'm DJ, you know, so I'm in here just so they can make a pop of me <laughs> and sail. On to the next scene. Pretty much. Hmm. It, it, you know, and it's, it seems like with somebody of Benicio Del Toro's stature, he would have a, a spot in this trailer. You know? Or Laura Dern. Kind of a big name. Yeah, and I can't wait to see how her character is in the in the movie because she's so great in, in the... Because she's in the Leia book. Mm-hmm. And uh, her character is just real, you know, she's kind of free-spirited, kind of, not ditzy, but, you know, she's just, she's almost like the uh, Luna Lovegood character in the Harry Potter series, if you remember that. Oh, are you kidding me? You didn't she like was like the one thing I hated. No, yeah, I didn't like her at all. You didn't like the little nerdy girl? Nah. She's like totally different than everything else in the movie. It just seemed odd to me. Or in the books. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if she's going to be like this in the movie. I just know that when she's a kid, she's just kind of like she has her own way of thinking things, and she's way more free spirited. Almost like um, hmm. she almost reminds me of you. Remember that show, Dharma and Greg? She's like yeah. Dharma. It's mm-hmm. like Dharma and Leia. <laughs> hmm. uh, and it looks like we see Ray doing some Jedi training. Here, here's here's something else too that I think I think we will see, and this is. The maybe on Octu, I don't know, or Och two. How do you how do you say that? I just say Octu or Octo. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there's that little tree thing, which I think will play be of some importance in the Last Jedi, and you mm-hmm. can see the books laying there. I'm willing to bet that's the the uh, Journal of the Wheels 
What do you think? Probably. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's, it's probably that he, cause it, you know, I, I'm sure he's had to go around cause you know, they say that it was him and, and like Laura Santeca were, were looking, you know, he was helping Luke look for Jedi artifacts and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he probably had to travel all over to find all the different parts of the journals, you yeah. know, and kind of get, get them all together. But I'm, I, I agree with you. I think that's probably what it is. Cause you know, if he's going to try to get on the level of like Yoda and Obi-Wan and all them, you know, he's got to train with what, you know, learn what they learned. So I'm sure that's what he's, that's what he had to, to gather up. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think that Lucasfilm would have wasted time and, and, and like Rogue One to mention, you know, Guardians of the Wheels. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, even though there might not be one complete story arc that they have planned out officially, I think they know what they're doing. You know, they're pretty successful company and the story group seems to kind of keep everything on track. I think they have really been planting seeds more so than we know. And we won't, you know, and, and we will find out, some of those seeds will bear fruit in the last Jedi, I believe. But that's just my my little opinion. But uh overall, anything else you want to add to the I mean about this trailer that maybe I I didn't see or anything like that? I will say I will, you know, um I guess in terms of like the story or just the content um mm-hmm. I don't know, I think we've pretty much covered everything. I I will say that like it just in regards to the movie itself, the the cinematography in this just in the trailer alone looks crazy good. Like just the shots from the outline, like looking at Kylo Ren's helmet or like when his lightsaber's laying on the ground and he picks it up, or like, you know, seeing BB eight in the in the X Wing and just mm-hmm. the shot of the Millennium Falcon flying. I mean, it just I don't know, all these different shots they were showing in this trailer, they just looked beautiful. Look gorgeous. I cannot wait to see this in IMAX. Hmm. I mean, I what was your thought on very, that? Well, well, before that, I will say that Luke's hand, that close-up of his robot hand, is very cool, man. Yeah, it looks really, really good. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's like, I didn't think it would look like... I mean, I didn't think that, you know, you see like little bitty tiny parts moving around in there. It's, you know, as he like slightly moves a finger or something. It's just... Really, they they pay close attention to to like little details and stuff, and that's what really makes it. But no, as far as overall thoughts about this trailer, I think it. I definitely think it's a huge misdirection. I, I don't think that. I don't think they're dumb enough to put the thing out there to say, "Okay, guys, here's what's going to happen. No need to come see the movie, right? Here's here's everything that's going to happen. You could just come to to put it all together." I think this was planned out total misdirection because I think there's going to be some huge reveal in this film. Kind of like the Luke, I'm your father thing from empire. There's going to be a huge reveal that they're trying to totally keep secret. Right. Um, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them not releasing another trailer, you know, please don't Lucasfilm, but I know that's going to be impossible because as we get closer, you'll start seeing the TV spots with new footage and all that kind of stuff. And I really wish I could avoid all of that until yeah. 
December 15th. But overall, I, you know, I enjoyed it. It gave me the goosebumps and any, any trailer that gives me the goosebumps, you know, is a win. Yep. I don't know about you. Oh no, definitely. Get the goosebumps. No, definitely. I, this this trailer gave me the goosebumps, and also I've I've noticed they um they also said I don't know if you remember or if you had heard this, but I think off the, you know I think like watching it on online like streaming YouTube and all that, and then on television, just in twenty four hours it was viewed over a hundred and twenty point one million times. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> How many times did you watch it, Austin? Uh, I mean, I only watched it a couple of times. I wasn't trying to like. I mean, I'm going to watch it more tonight because I'm sure I, you know, every day I'll probably just bring it up and watch it. But it's also one of those yeah. where I'm like, I almost don't want to watch it too much to where I dissect every tiny little thing over and over because I don't yeah. want to just all of a sudden unlock the mysteries of the universe. <laughs> but I'm scared uh, I've done that. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I'm scared I've already done that. Austin. At the same Put time. it back. <laughs> Put it back in the box. I don't want to know. <laughs> right, but like, like, just I'm just looking at it randomly here. Um, the official trailer. This is all Star Wars. You know, on, on YouTube, it's already had. It's up to 24 million views. You mm-hmm. know, in the last three days, that means it's it's you know it's been viewed 24 million times in three days. So then you got to count the Monday Night Football viewership. I don't know. You know, we'd have to go find ratings for that. And, right. you know, I don't know how many people, but it's usually in millions of people watch Monday Night Football on Monday night. So it, it, it's, it's, it's probably crazy out there, you know. And, and two, the Star Wars fans who watch it over and over and over again. You know, it's not just like 24 million different people have watched it. Right. But, uh, but it's definitely an indicator of it's the most anticipated movie of the year. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Have you got your yeah. tickets yet? No, because the one, my wife doesn't know if she can get off Friday because we never go to the. Well, I'll never be able to go to the Thursday night movie until my kids are out of you know the house. Um, but I, my wife is waiting to decide if she can get off that Friday. If if not, then I have to wait till dreaded Saturday. To go see it. We've already bought, just like last time, we've already got, I, like that night, went online and bought uh, tickets to the IMAX show in Thursday night at 7 o'clock. So, I am set and ready. You suck. <laughs> yep. You can sneak suck. out. Don't tell nobody. You can come on with us. <laughs> Babe, got to go to Savannah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Two hours work related. <laughs> I'm just going to go get some milk. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get home at like three o'clock in the morning. And there's like police surrounding your house. There's like they've <laughs> taped off everything. <laughs> there's a missing persons uh, paper up. All right. So that's probably going to wrap it up for us this week. I mean, it was a. We wanted to dedicate like a whole show just to talking about this because there's so much in it and there's probably some more stuff that we could really talk about but I don't want to jump too far ahead because I don't want to I don't want to spoil things for people um, with with things that I think and it just messes with your head because that's how it works with me anyway yeah I start listening to people on the internet talk about it and I'm like oh I take that at face value you know that becomes fact in my little noggin but 
let's give you some disclaimers before we go. Uh, if you like our if you like our little podcast, then you can check out our official site, outerrimnews.com, where we post Star Wars news every day from movie news, TV series news, cartoon, um, not cartoon, comic book news, uh, toy news. We post it all, and we got some cool writers who, who share some uh, cool opinions on the site too. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Outer Rim News, uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Outer Rim News, and Instagram at instagram.com slash Outer Rim News. And also, just you know, everybody keep in mind, um, even though we're all big Star Wars fans, this podcast is not endorsed by Disney or Lucasfilm. It's all for entertainment. All the names and the sounds and the beeps and boops and all that stuff, they're all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders. Even the Ex- all that. Except for the sounds that Austin just made. He just came up with those on the fly. Those stuff. are copyright Outer M News. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Austin, any, any, any uh, final words? Uh, everybody, get your tickets, and let's all have fun in December. Yes. <laughs> and I will say, don't forget that Star Wars Rebels starts back Monday night. We get yes. two episodes Monday night. I cannot wait. The, the beginning of the end, sadly. The final season. <laughs> Let it be a good one. Oh. I hope. Yeah. All right, folks. That's going to do it. May the Force be with you. Peace.